For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Marshawn Patrick! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the goaltending situation and what moves will Don Sweeney make at the deadline. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, we have a little bit of a goaltending situation going on here, uh, going on in Boston. And it appears that it, it involves Halak. It doesn't involve any type of a a trade or anything, but Halak is going to miss a few games due to testing positive for COVID-19. So what does that mean for the Bruins? Well, it means that we might get a chance to see, finally see Jeremy Swayman make his first NHL start. Now, with tonight's game against the Philadelphia Flyers at the TD Garden, you're going to have Dan Vladar making his start in goal. So will we see Swayman tomorrow night against Philly in Philly? Well, we really don't know yet because Tuka Rask has been skating. He's, you know, he's almost there. He's almost ready to come back from being injured. But, you know, will he actually be well enough to make an appearance or make the start tomorrow night? And we probably won't see Vladar tomorrow because, you know, are you going to start a rookie in back-to-back starts? So there's a good chance that tomorrow night we may get a chance to see Jeremy Swayman make his NHL debut. So that's a good, good idea. You know, maybe maybe throw Jeremy Swayman into the mix and see what the kid can do in his, in his first NHL start. Because Vladar has played excellent. Okay, Vladar is has played good, except for a couple of minor mistakes. He's played great. So let's see what this. Let's see what Jeremy Swayman can do. He's done really good in Providence. So let's see what he can do in his first start. You've got nothing really to lose at this point in the season. All right, but like I said, Tuka's going to be traveling, so maybe he might get the start tomorrow night. But you know who knows what what Cassidy has up his sleeve. So that that's basically what the goaltending situation looks like right now. You know, I kind of would like to see what Swayman can do, especially against a team like Philly. So I think it's a good idea that Swayman should get the start tomorrow night. You know, Halak hasn't been that great. You know, I know every I know all the Bruins there are some or some Bruins fans out there that are actually saying that Halak is better than Rask. And I have to tell you, he is not better than Rask, all right? Rask is an elite goaltender, 
All right, Halak is is basically your one your one B, and that's all he'll ever be. So, I don't know what the big deal is because here's the thing. If if you've noticed the last couple of games when since Halak has been out, I mean not since Rask has been out, Halak hasn't played very well. Of course, the Bruins haven't gotten you know are injured on defense, so you could look at that aspect, and you can also you know talk about the team not scoring goals and giving Halak any support in the goal scoring department. So there's a lot of different things there, you know, that, that need to come together. And the thing is Halak really isn't, isn't a, you know, he's a capable backup. He's a one or a one B if you want to call it, but that's about it. All right. And let's see what happens when when Rask come back, comes back, and maybe they go on a big winning winning streak, and maybe they, some of these Halak love you know the love for Yaroslav Halak will 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 sh- those people will shut up finally, because Halak isn't a great goal. T- he's he's decent, all right. I mean Vladar right now he's he's two and one. He's got a two point oh three goals against average, a two point two nine save percentage. And he, and he was already scheduled to start tonight. So, you know, why not give, you know, Swayman a chance tomorrow night? I mean, Swayman is 8-1 and one with the Providence Bruins. All right? He's got a 1.89 goals against average and a 9, uh, 0.933 save percentage. So I say give the kids, give the kid a chance. I mean, Rask has missed the last five games. Due to a lower back injury, he's skating and he's he's going good to travel with the team. You know when they play the Flyers tonight, Philly tomorrow. You know in Philly tomorrow. You know, uh, the wash. You know Washington Capital, and then the Washington Capitals on Thursday, and then a matinee with the with um, Philly on on Saturday. So, you know, I think that you know give the young guys some a look see. All right, just let them give give them. A chance, you know, see what they can do, because I really want to. I'm, I really want to see what Jeremy Swayman can do at the NHL level, and I think the Philadelphia Flyers are a pretty good start. Um, you know, a pretty good team to start his first NHL game. Now, at the trade deadline, will the Bruins be buyers or sellers? I don't know. I mean, there's talk about them going after a goaltender. There's talk about going after a defenseman. There's and they're going after a goal scorer. Well, let me put it to you this way. They don't need goaltending. They're fine with Halak. They're fine with with Rask. All right? Rask is Rask is coming back healthy. You know, and I'm you know, and then you have Vladar and Swayman who are decent players. I mean, Swayman Swayman has an excellent record in Providence. Vladar looked great in his in his starts. You know, in his two, in his three NHL starts, so he looked really good. The only thing I'm going to have an issue with is if you start, you're starting Vladar, you're starting Swayman. If you're if you're going to use these guys as trade bait, and right now I would even I would even consider using these two kids as trade bait, and because that there's your future. I mean, if you look at the future of this team, all right, and you start with the goaltending, that's going to be basically. Vladar and Swayman are probably in a few years going to end up being your 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 Rask and your Halak combination. I mean, 
that Rask and Halak have been lights out since they've been playing since they've been you know playing together and splitting time between the pipes. They've they've been excellent, and I think you don't want to trade away your goaltending future right now. Okay, you just I would just leave that alone. Don't even use them for trade bait. The other thing is about defense. Okay, I I understand it, but the def you know your the defense hasn't been playing that well. Well, you know what? The defense is fine. they're battling through injuries. All right, maybe they can use another veteran defenseman. But why would you go with a veteran defenseman when you got rid of two veteran defensemen in the off season? All right, you got rid of Krug and you got rid of Chara. And if you wanted veteran defensemen, you should have kept them. So don't even go after, don't even don't even talk about that. So, you know, this defense or defense is going to be great in the future. I mean, you got a bunch of great young players and this could be, we could be looking at the best defense in the NHL in a few years. So I wouldn't even touch there. I wouldn't touch the goaltending unless you get a deal to send Halak out of town. All right. If you're if you're if you can get Halak to if you could trade Halak out of town for another maybe rental or something, but you know what? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even touch the goaltending right now. It would ju- I would just let it be Tuka and and Halak for now until the rest of the season. Because you know, what you, both guys are going to be free agents and you know that the Bruins are going to let Halak walk and it's going to be Vladar backing up Tuka Rask next year. Now, the thing that they need the most, they don't need the goaltending. They don't need the defense. They need some scoring. They need some secondary scoring, and they're not getting it. I mean, yeah, they scored a lot of goals on Saturday against the Penguins, but you think about it, that was, that was um, Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand was scoring, got a hat trick, okay? And don't even get me started on the end of that game. Okay? Don't get me started with with the whole Sidney Crosby thing, but I'll get to that later. But, you know, what are you going to get? You know, you're you're probably looking, what are you going to get as far as secondary scoring? Unless you give up a lot of young young talent. And I like I said, I'm not giving up Swayman and Vladar for a goal scorer that's probably going to amount to nothing. But maybe we maybe it's time to dump um, DeBrusque. It's it's got to be time. Jake DeBrusque. I know he just came off of I know he just came off of COVID nineteen protocol, you know, and he he just came back today. But maybe maybe it's time for him for a change of scene. Now, I don't know what you could get for him, but I was thinking a straight up deal maybe for Josh Josh Hosang of the New York Islanders. I mean, that would be a perfect... I, I'm not saying that Hosang would be a perfect fit for the Bruins, but you know what? He's been in the doghouse with the Islanders, so why not take a chance and just do a straight-up deal there and see what the see what Josh Hosang can do? You know, it's not like... You know, it's this way, it's not like we're trading away, you know, like a, like a McAvoy or a Pasternak or something like that. You could probably get a deal done and maybe... Just maybe these two team, you know, these two players with a change of scenery will help each organization. So, who knows what's going on with that one? As far as David Krejci goes, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still up in the air. He's a free agent, you know. 
he could be a good rental to somebody, you know, some other team. You know, maybe maybe even get a dra- you know what? Maybe even get a draft pick for him. Maybe get a second rounder or something. I mean, this is this whole this whole situation right now with the team is I I guess if you can lean either way, you know, make the let's make let's go for the let's take a shot and go for the playoffs. But I can tell you right now that this team isn't going to make this team isn't going to go far in the playoffs. So what do you do? Do you buy? Do you sell? So right now I'm thinking maybe these guys should be should be sellers right now. Just just sell like for picks or, you know, see what you or, you know, some rookie or prospects or something. Get something in here. You know, there's got to be an AHL player out there that that's catching Don, you know, Don Sweeney's eye who's playing for, say, the San Diego Gulls or, you know, the Bakersfield Condors or even even the you know, Utica, um, the Utica, Utica comments. There's got, there's got to be a mi- minor league player out there that Don Sweeney's like. Maybe he would be a good fit because a lot of it has to do with team chemistry. A lot of it has to be what's going to fit in the organization. And right now, there's nobody fitting into this organization. I mean, Cassidy actually did a good. Cassidy actually had to split up the number one line, and look what happened. Pasternak scores, Marshawn scores, all right, Krejci scores. So he broke it up. So maybe there, maybe he's onto something to break up that second first line and put Pasternak on with Krejci. But you really, you really don't know. You know, you really can't sit there and tell. Well, this guy's gonna fit in here. This guy's gonna fit in there. You know, you really don't know unless you experiment. You know, he's got to experiment with this, and maybe, maybe. You know, splitting up that number one line is a good thing. It's a really good thing, you know, as far as I'm concerned, because at least you're getting some secondary scoring from that second line. But it doesn't, but you need scoring from other guys on the team as well. You know, Charlie Coyle, you know, like I said, Jake DeBrusque, Anders Bjork, those guys got to come up. And it seems like to me, Richie hasn't, you know, he can only score on the power play. All right. All right. He's, you know, he's one of the reasons why they're they're kind of success, successful. It's because of the power, you know, because he's on the power play. And he started out real good, but he's been on a so, sort of a cold streak. So I'm I don't know what I would do right now if this, t- you know, if I was the if I was Don Sweeney right now, do I buy to take a cup run? Do I take do I buy? You know, do I buy and take a go take a shot at a cup run or do I sell for my future? And it's a tough call because, you know, this team is not going to make it all the way to the Stanley cup finals. All right. I'm looking at the Islanders could possibly, could possibly be there. We'll we'll probably, will probably be there. You know, maybe, you know, you might have a surprise, maybe Colorado, you know, you know, stuff like that. You're not going to see, you won't see the Bruins, they probably won't even make it to pass the first round, especially if they have to play the Islanders or the Capitals. So I think, honestly, I think that Don Sweeney should should, should sell and look look towards the future of this team. You know, start with your goaltending combination. And to be honest, it's got to be Halak's got to go. Halak has got to get it. They, they basically don't re-sign him. Next, just put all your attention 
on re-signing Tuka Rask and have him and Vladar be the backup and have Jeremy Swayman start every start in Providence for next season and have him get the quality of games, you know, that he needs. Because right now, Swayman's only been playing against the Bridgeport Sound Tigers and the Hartford Wolfpack. He hasn't seen, you know, other teams like he hasn't, you know, he hasn't seen Syracuse Crunch or the Rochester Americans. He hasn't seen any other AHL teams. So basically, you know, he needs to stay down there and see other players and, you know, you know, see other, you know, see other teams, you know, not just the same two teams every single day or every other day. He needs to get out there and travel to, you know, places like Allentown and Scranton and Binghamton and Rochester and and all those other places, you know, even like Springfield or even Toronto. You know, he's got to he's got to even travel and have to put up with those other the fans of other teams. So I would actually just leave him in Providence for next year and have your goaltending tandem as Tuka Rask and Dan Vladar. And then after Tuka's contract is up, you have Vladar and you have Swayman in there and you're going to have a pretty good combination. You keep the defense intact. You don't even, you don't even, you know, yeah, you can go out and get a veteran or something like that, but still, you need to, you know, keep those, keep those young guys. Because like I said, this could be one of the best defenses in the NHL in a few years. So you leave that alone. So basically you've got, you've got the goaltending covered. All right. Vladar and Swayman are going to probably be your, your number, you you know, your top goaltending tandem. Then you're going to have your, your young defense. So you're putting together a, a tight core there. Now you're, you're thinking, now you're looking at your forwards. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta think now. Basically, how long does Bergeron have? How long does Marshawn have? They don't have long enough. They don't have long. So what do you do? Well, here's the thing. Don Sweeney does hasn't had a really good track record with draft picks. All right. So maybe you go in the maybe you go into the, you know, the idea of maybe trading for prospects. You know, if there's a prospect out there, you know, trade, you know, David Krejci, who could be a rental for the I would say, you know, trade him for a rental to a to um let's just say the Montreal Canadiens and get one of their prospects. You know, you could probably use David Krejci to get yourself, you know, who's going to be a free agent, who's probably only going to be a rental to wherever he goes for a prospect that'll that'll pay off in the beginning. But, you know, everybody wants to like, oh yeah, well, you know, you know, let's trade this guy, for, you know, just to get him out of town. No. You don't want to do that. You want to just get him, you know, just to get him out of town, like DeBrusque. Get him out of town. Get this guy just to get him out of town. Oh, Trey Tuca. Yeah, here's the thing, people. And it's been really ticking me off since since last summer when you said that Tuca quit on his team. He did not quit on his team. He had a family emergency. All right? Even people now are saying, oh, he's not really injured. He's He's bailing on his team. Well, listen. He didn't bail on his team. He hasn't he didn't bail on his team at all. He's injured. All right? And Halak and people saying that Halak is a better player? Really? No. He's wor- 
I can tell you right now, he wouldn't even be a he wouldn't be even be a starter on an AHL team right now. All right, yeah, he's he's good, but he's not that good. He's not an elite player. Does he have a Vesna? I think he. I don't know if he does or not. But still, you know, has he been to a Cup final? What has he done? You know what has what has Halak done? Well, he's he's well he was the back you know and then you talk about you know Rask being you know soft or you know a choke artist yeah but you know what without him there's no run at a Stanley Cup in 2019 okay hell you're lucky if you make it past the first round without him or even the second round all right it's the problem is. He didn't give up on his team that in 2019. The whole entire team did. All right? They were out of gas, everything. So so basically, I'm sick and tired of hearing about how Tukug has quit on his team, how he's not even, you know, how he doesn't even, what's the word I'm looking for here? Well, he didn't quit on his team, you know, and he's a choke artist. No. The problem is when they, especially in, 20, in, in 2013, they he didn't the team get the team ran out of gas. That's the simple thing. All right. So he's one of the elite goaltenders, and I don't want to hear about let's trade Halak. Let's get rid of Halak. He's one of the best goaltenders in the league. And yet you want to get rid of him, and we have and you want to get rid of him and have Halak here? Really? How good is how good is Halak right now? You know, he's been letting in some soft goals too, so I don't want to hear it anymore. You know, now the other day I was watching the game and we have to give an Academy Award to Sidney Crosby. What, what, what is the league? The league plays favorites, you know, and we've known it all along. The league is playing favorites. You know, this guy, this guy falls down and automatically it's a penalty. And and God forbid if Brad Marchand did the same thing, he would get freaking suspended. You know, so what what's the deal with Crosby? You know, same thing with Ovechkin. These two guys, they do they do they do, you know, stupid crap, and yet the the NHL lets them get away with it. I mean, the spear by by Ovechkin a couple of weeks ago, he got away. Well, he didn't get suspended. But he got he got a fine. What about and then Crosby over the weekend, little little flipping stunt like he did, and oh Bergeron gets a penalty. Come on, you know the NHL's got to got to even things up. At least catch the guy for embellishment or something, and then he goes whining over. Then he goes whining over to the to the to the refs. Jesus, I'm on a roll today, people. I am a, I am on a roll today. Let's see what else can we can we talk about here on today's show. I have no idea, but you know, getting back to the whole entire thing about the, you know, about getting trying to f- find a defenseman. The defense is fine. Just leave the defenseman alone. All right. Just leave the defenseman. Just just leave them alone. I mean, they've been battling injuries, so you know, Miller's been out. You know. Carlo's going to be out again. So who knows? But the thing is, you know, why don't we just leave, excuse me, leave the defense alone. All right. You know, just leave it alone. 
you know, let them grow, let them, let them mature. And in a couple of years, we're there, you're going to have a really good goaltending condom, condom, really goaltending tandem and a really good, yeah, really good goaltending tandem and a really good defense, young defensive core veteran and, you know, keep all that together and concentrate on goal scoring. I know John Beecher is going to probably end up being here. There's a couple of other guys from Providence that could probably bust in, you know, to the lineup in a few years. But like I said, leave the defense and the goaltending alone. Let Rask sign and let Halak go. Let Rask sign another, you know, a short-term deal, like three or four years. And in three or four years from now, Vladar's going to be ready to be the number one. And Swayman's going to be ready to be the, the number two or even the 1A and 1B. That's simple. The defensive core, you know, you got McAvoy back there. You got, you know, you got McAvoy back there. You you got Lazan back there. You got Zaboral back there. You know, Vakaninans look pretty good. So, you know, there's four good there's four good defensemen right there. So, I don't know what you're gonna and then you add maybe add in another maybe a veteran um, for a short term in some at some point in there. So who knows? But we're a week before the trade deadline. And, you know, you know, you're wondering what they're going to do. Are they going to go for, you know, goaltending, some type of goaltending depth? No, do not touch the goaltending. All right. So, so who knows what's going to, what's going to happen here, you know, and, you know, looking at who they could get, who they can't, I still like my, I'm still liking my idea of, Possibly, you know, bringing in maybe, maybe, maybe a a, a trade, you know, a one on a one to one deal with the Islanders, and just trade DeBrusque and see what this what Josh Hosang could do for the Bruins. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff at the top of my head right now. But right now, they don't need anything. You know, are we going to have? You know, is Don Sweeney just going to make it make a deal for a rental? No, I don't think the, I don't think Don Sweeney should should actually should actually trade for a rental. All right, don't don't even think about paying for rental. What you need to do is what Don Sweeney needs to do is he needs to sit down, look at his team, and and think about and basically have my thought my thoughts. Keep the goaltending. Don't touch the goaltending. Leave the goaltending alone. Don't touch the defense. Let the defense mature. Let those two. Let those two positions mature and just concentrate on finding secondary scoring. You know, build up on your scoring because that's that's the thing the team lacks. They don't lack goaltending, all right? They don't lack the goaltending because you're fine with Halak and you're fine with Rask. And when Rask comes back, Rask, to me, makes the goaltending situation better. So who knows what's going to happen, you know, at the trade deadline. But... Here, here's the thing. Is he going to make the the main thing? Is Don Sweeney going to make a big splash? Is he going to make that big deal? And you know what? I don't think that he's going to make the you know a big deal. All right, because usually his big deals are usually nothing. He usually does something, brings in some schmuck, some fourth line grinder. Instead of goal instead of goal scoring, instead of goal scoring, okay. 
So who knows what, what Don Sweeney has in mind? I mean, there's actually, seriously, saw this a little while ago, that maybe, maybe, you know, there's a good chance, you know, that in the future, maybe, uh, you decide to maybe move Marshawn or somebody. I really don't know. But who knows what's going to happen, you know? But like I said, everything is a guessing game right now. And who knows what's, what's going to happen come trade deadline. Because here's the other thing. You know, if you're thinking that, you know, you're going to want to go give a shot at the Stanley Cup finals, you know, go, you know, give a shot at the playoffs, you know, do you go after rental? And I say no. Do not go after rental. Go after prospects. You know, trade crazy for a, you know who who's going to be a he's going to be a rental to somebody. You know, somebody's out there looking for a rental for that for that push. Then get a couple of prospects. You could probably get you know one or two prospects for David Krejci. You know, even if the prospects are playing in college right now. You know, a couple college prospects or an AHL prospect or something. But you, you know, don't be a rental guy. Right? I don't want to see Don Sweeney being a rental. I want to see Don Sweeney actually do something. You know, say, hey, you know what? We got John Beecher coming in here from Michigan next season. You know what? Who's the top prospect for the, you know, for, I don't know, the Minnesota Wild? And then trade Krejci to to the Minnesota Wild for their two one of their top prospects. Because there's gonna be there's a player out there right now in the NHL who's or even in college right now who would be a perfect fit for the Boston Bruins. All right. Not some schmuck, you know, not some fourth line grinder either. I want to I want Don Sweeney to go out there and get a couple of playmakers in here. Not just some, you know, third or fourth line grinder that can't score, okay? Because you already have one in Wagner. You you already have one in uh, Corrali. You already have one in Trent Frederick, all right? Because he's a decent third, fourth liner right now. He probably could turn into a, a, a pretty decent, you know, second line second line goal scorer like like a Leon Milan Lucic. So who knows what's who knows what's sitting out there in the college ranks you know, who's a prospect of some other team, you know? And the thing is, the Bruins, the Bruins um, scouts who are out there scouting haven't done diddly. I mean, look what they did. Jake DeBrusque, all right? Um, Zach Seneshin, okay? I mean, even even those two, you know, DeBrusque and Seneshin could even go too. I mean, you could probably get something decent for, you could probably get something then decent for, you know, packaging Seneshin, DeBrusque, and Krejci. You could probably get something really decent out of that picture. A couple of good, really good prospects out of that one. But the thing is, Don Sweeney's got to do his homework. And so far, he hasn't done his homework. He's failed his homework. He hasn't done anything. So I have a feeling that the, if, if these, Bruins want to contend in the future, 
They have to go after goal scoring. They can't, you know, forget about the goaltending, forget about the defense. I want to see Don Sweeney make make deals to get some goal scoring in here, whether it's whether it's a veteran goal scorer or prospects. Hell, I'd even welcome Milan Lucic back here for right now because at least he could put the puck in the net. You know, he was able to put the puck in the net. I mean, he had, I think, two 30-goal 30 30 scoring seasons. So, I mean, I would bring him back. But still, you know, this is this is the time where you, you have to think. Don Sweeney's got to think to himself, am I going to be the... Am I going to be, you know, am I going to be a buyer or am I going to be a seller? I might as well sell. Sell trade chief. You know, he's going to be a free agent. Trade him as a, somebody's going to want a rental out there. Fine. You know, get me some prospects. Get the Bruins some prospects for the future because you know what? Marshawn and, and Bergeron are not going to be here forever. So basically, we need to take a look at the future of this team. And the thing is, the future has got to be concentrating on finding some scoring because the goaltending is going to be fine. All right? The goaltending is going to be fine unless you do something stupid like either trade Vladar or Swayman. Then you're, then to be honest, this season's going to, then you're going to wind up with, you know, Rob Tallis and Blaine Locker as your goaltending combination. So they just need to get some goal scoring. Forget about the defense. I don't want to hear anything about the defense. I don't want to hear anything about going out and getting another goal scorer. I think that this team needs some goal or a defenseman. All right. This team needs goal scoring, not defense, not goaltending. All right. The goaltending situations. The goaltending situation is just fine for now because you have Halak and you have Rask. I know I brought I know I said some stuff about Halak in the beginning of the in the beginning of the podcast, but still, he's still a decent goaltender, you know, to back up Tuka Rask. So all I'm saying is that this team needs some goal scoring, and I'm thinking go towards the future. Don't even think about you you don't stand a chance at the playoffs right now. The only place you need to concentrate right now is finding some secondary scoring moving forward. Because this this team isn't this team isn't going to go anywhere in the future without secondary scoring. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at belief.com and at belief podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.